Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are very excited that you are listening to our show with us. If it's your first time, this is very exciting, even more so. And if it's your like 150th time, it's even more exciting, even more so. So thank you for your listenership and your continued listenership. I've covered all the bases. Tony, what do we do on the show? We like to talk about gear, specifically boutique gear. Even more specifically, the makers and shakers of boutique gear. And that would be things like guitars and amplifiers and pedals and pedal boards and uh, guitar chords and uh, straps and uh, okay. strings. So all the things. <laughs> all uh, the things. And we have somebody that fits at least one of those things tonight um, in a different way, everybody. But wait, don't we also do 101s, which Jared really likes? We do. I love 101s. We're due Thank for you. another one, actually. We need to get one of those going. Let's uh, talk right. to the person on the well, it's not really a phone. Who's on the Who's on Who's on the show tonight? Person. Uh, my person name is Andy, and uh, my non-person name is uh, Pedalboard of the Day. Oh, excellent! Hey. Andy from Pedalboard of the Day uh, from the the great Instagram channel. Uh, that's right. He's not. You know, we don't have him on as a builder. We don't have him on as a maker. But he is a curator. That's what he does. So he's got one of the most popular guitar-based channels out there, and I know that we've all seen the posts on his uh, on his channel. Um, you currently have uh, about 130,000 followers. Mm-hmm. That's about 129,000 followers more than, than you know, <laughs> we... If you want to <laughs> let us borrow some of them, that'd be great. I don't know. So I don't understand the crossovers. Like, Hey, hey! All the followers who follow him, we're doing this. We got stuff too, man. Come on. So, uh, oh. and he's got two thousand posts. That also helps. So, uh, yeah, it's a great channel. Um, and so, aside from just having a channel, he's got some knowledge about this stuff. And this is what we're going to talk to him about because he's got his he's got his finger on the pulse, on the bead. <laughs> what's going on in the world? What's moving and shaking in the pedal <laughs> world and stuff, baby. Um, but first, before we uh, put him through the um, through the stretcher, uh, we're gonna get. I said stretcher. You say ringer. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially the same. Thing. Yes, uh, through the motions, uh, we're <laughs> we're going to uh, just do a quick. Uh, oh, actually, go to pedalboard of the day on Instagram and be, just get familiar while we go through our announcements. Okay, just do that, people. Uh, we got a couple people to thank. Number one, Road. Road Mics. Thank you so much, Road, for providing the Roadcaster Pro, this beautiful machine that we have, and the Procaster Mics, uh, which um, is, you know, one of my best friends now. So I haven't I given like him a name, though. We should have names for our mics, don't we you We should think? have Mike, Mike 1, that, Mike it's 2. Just, it's just Mike. Three. They're all named Mike. Um <laughs> That was stupid. <laughs> so we want to say a big giant thank you for that. I also wanted to uh, mention that we had um, we got a, a, a fun uh, 
patron for on the floor from Jonathan Schwartz. Uh, mm. He's a he's actually a, an Ohioan, not too far. He lives out by Chase, actually. Uh, oh. Yeah, Chase Gullet. So uh, his four on the floor is the Catlin Bread Naga Viper. That's like the fourth time that's been on. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that, but it's true. It's it's right there. He's, he's saying it. He says a Range Master style treble boost. Yeah. Um, he also has the Catlin Bread Super Chili Picoso MK2 Boost. It's a MOSFET, very, uh, uh, MOSFET style clean boost. I'm not familiar with that pedal. Also, the JHS Cheeseball Fuzz, uh, which he says is an exact clone of the Love Tone Big Cheese Fuzz. Um, that's kind of weird to have an exact clone and name it the exact same thing, but whatever. Um, Josh is he's doing something right. Um, and also, the Dunlop Echoplex. I don't know if you guys have heard that. But, yes, uh, I have. Yes, that's the that's the recent pedal version of the Echoplex. So that is four pretty cool pedals. Um, I'm gonna have to check out that Naga Viper now because this is you know I like a I like a treble boost. I actually am using one uh, on my board right now, um, which is the uh, uh, the Moonshot from Greer. Hmm. So or you could just play a Strat. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend you didn't say that, Tony. <laughs> Strats are the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. So, anyways. Um, all right. Let's get into some uh, what's going on in our music worlds this week. Tony is going to lead us off, and then uh, we'll check in with our pal Andy over here. So, this week, I have been reading uh, the Gibson PAF Humbucking Pickup from Myth to Reality book. Uh, by Mario Milan and James Finnerty. And uh, I hooked up with James through a mutual customer. Uh, I needed to get some information. I guess James is going to do some wiring for a guitar project. And I noticed in his email back to me that he was co-author of this book. Um, so I went to my favorite bookstore, Amazon, and uh, found it for a very fair price and um, ordered it. And it is a, I mean, if you want to get into the weeds about pickups and specifically uh, PAF pickups, um, this is a book for you. The, I mean, the, fo- the photographs in it, I mean, there's more detail in here than I've seen just about anywhere. But um, the one thing, there's a couple of things that I've learned so far. Uh, one, I don't know how any pickup maker can uh, can make a clone of a PAF because according to everything that I've read so far, the inconsistencies at Gibson, whether it's the wire, whether it's the bobbins, whether it's the magnets, has been they've they've switched things all over the place. So just out of the gate, no two Gibson pickups should probably sound alike based on all of this, but uh, I found that kind of interesting. I mean, I guess you can, uh, I know as Jared does and, and a few other makers, they go through and, and try to replicate probably the best possible uh, reference pickup. Uh, but it's, it's just amazing to me how inconsistent. And you, when you think about the scale that Gibson was using in, at the time too in terms of number of units produced, 
it's just just amazes me. But I did run across something very interesting in the book, and um, we've talked about it on the show before, in terms of uh, Elnico, the type of uh, magnet material, and uh, usually it's Elnico followed by a number, and the number generally represents um, the percentage of uh, cobalt uh, in the mix. So it's an aluminum, <coughs> nickel, and cobalt mixture. So, based on that information, how much cobalt is in an El Nico 3 magnet? Take a wild guess. Am I expected to guess? Just guess. How, how much, like... What percentage? Oh, how much percentage? 5%. Okay, Jared? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to ruin the thing. Do you know oh. it? Yeah, I do. Okay. Andy? Uh-uh. I'm going to guess like 0.9%, something silly. Well, you're closest because according to what I've read so far, Elnico 3 has no cobalt in it because it was produced in the early 1950s during the Korean War, (laughs) and cobalt was a war mineral, so they couldn't use it. Hmm. So. All the people that think that they've got a certain amount of cobalt in Elnico 3 pickups in their magnets, they are greatly mistaken. You do realize even with that fact, they probably won't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) This one sounds so good, man. It must be the cobalt. (laughs) I think they doubled the cobalt on that one. But it's it's really actually a, a very good... It's an easy read. I mean, it gets a little technical at points, but I would recommend it for anybody that is interested in, uh, you know, finding out a lot of information on uh, many different. He goes into other types of Gibson pickups, but it's specifically. That sounds uh, awesome. Yeah, it's it's I a mean, good book. Just learning stuff is great, man. Knowledge is amazing. And when you're like, wow, I knew that, and I didn't, I didn't know that before. I I know that now. That's great. There you go. You know, because of the fact that there's uh, really no dead-on spec, um, it just makes it easier for all of us to make our own version. True. And and that's that's why, you know, we get to do our own flavors, and and uh, I don't know, it's a good thing. Yeah. And I, I do a lot more than just that thing, but I am known for that. Yeah. But yeah, James is a good friend of mine. He's a good dude. You yeah, got, he's, you have he good seems flavors. like a really good guy. Jared. Yeah, thanks, buddy. All right, let's go over to Andy and find out what's going on in his musical world this week. Uh, I got a strange notice from Spotify that I was in the top 100 listeners of CCR, which was, <laughs> it's like, am, am I listening to that much CCR or, or does nobody listen to CCR? And I'm really, I'm really curious what's going on there. That John Fogarty is, is going to be so happy. the man himself, man. That is yeah. strange. Yeah, That's I don't know. That's strange. I just recently, well, not recently, it's about a good year I've been in, in like this CCR phase and it's just something like CCR. I feel like everyone knows their tunes, but then I just started listening to them regularly. And then I get I get these like weird things when I get into band. I have to like research just about everything about them. Yeah. And and then I I don't realize like I didn't realize like John Fogerty literally wrote almost the entire discography that wasn't cover songs, which is really insane because when you think about how many hits they have it's just it's just bizarre. And then the other thing is apparently they don't even have that many number one hits. So like they have so many songs that people know that are incredibly famous and they don't have I, I think they don't even have any number one hits on any charts 
if I'm not mistaken, which is like really, really odd. That is bizarre. Yeah. That's like my band. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like it. Everyone knows your band, but (laughs) everyone knows the songs. They just don't know what band they're from. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's kind of fun. You should make a t-shirt out of that. I'm in the top top 100. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I can see that. Yeah. And then the other thing is, I don't know, I've, I, I've been playing guitar for like 15 years and I have five guitars and they're all in standard tuning. So uh, I, which is, I find that's kind of like, it sounds a bit insane, but uh, I don't know if you know Ian Pritchard. He has like the YouTube channel, a collector emitter. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's like, uh, he, I was just asking for some tunings on a chat we have and he's, uh, he's like, try E-A, E-A-B-E. And so now I've been noodling around with that and that's actually, it was a bit refreshing uh, it's kind of one. Wand- it's like wandering in in the woods, but you kind of make your way, and it's pretty cool. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. Is that like kind of dark sounding? Actually, it's 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 kind of happy sounding, but not. How can I say? So it? it's like is that kind of happy sounding? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. By dark, he means happy. <laughs> it's a running thing I do on this show. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's it kind of you know what it kind of sounds like you know when you ever listen to like joe's okay okay, this is weird because i have like a really wide range of like rock palette but if you ever listen to like joe satriani played like some of his slower stuff it kind of always sounds like it's in that mode interesting which is really strange yeah at least for me because i'm just used to playing like an e standard or e flat if i'm wild uh jared how about yourself buddy uh, it's been a pretty good week. It's been pretty productive. Um, I finally got Zach back in the mix. Oh, that's uh, great. Here back at work. And, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, everything's safe and, and we're getting a lot of things done and finally getting some orders filled. Um, I did have a customer I sent a really expensive, uh, limited run set of pickups to and, he had some feedback problems, and I said, "Well, those those aren't potted uh, because you know they're my PAF clones." Um, and uh, so he sent the bridge back, and I potted it for him. And I sent it back, and he's having the same problems. And it's only when he uses his pedals. So I said, uh, "Yeah," and he said, "Man, I maybe just, you should I pot the I, pedals." Right. So I'm like, maybe <laughs> I'm like, he's like, man, I think I just want a refund. I said. I said, yeah, that's fine. I said, go ahead and send them back, and I'll refund you. And then I said, I'm going to build you a totally different set of pickups, and you can just have those. Because um, I want you to, you know, uh, experience my pickups the way you should, the way I'm, I want you to. And uh, that way that's no loss to your, no cost to you and no loss, if you, even if you don't like them. So I'm going to send them another set. And, uh, and I said, if you like them you know, go to the Les Paul group and Facebook and talk them up. So, um, kind of, kind of turning a negative into a positive where it could make me even more money, even though I'm kind of taking a hit with him, um, because he, he had problem. And if he has the same problem, it's, it's not the pickups then, then it's, then it's his gear, you know? Right. But well, in all likelihood it is, it's, it sounds like, especially if you potted the one and sent it back. Yeah, it could be, and I, you know, I just didn't want to get in a debate with him or anything. So I said, I don't do this all the time, but this time I'm going to do this. 
let's see. And I'm, I just want to get the most positive outcome I possibly yeah. can. Smart move. Um, you know, for, for him and for myself. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to figure, we're going to figure out the, how that's going to turn out, uh, real soon. So, and also I finally got my big green winder going, my meteor and, uh, that's been that's been taking like four four or five months, maybe six. I don't know. Wow. But yeah, a long time. I got I had to get all the pieces and parts, and I had tooling made. And the guy that did the tooling just did a fantastic fantastic job. Nice. And it looks. Yeah, I didn't want to sound like what's his name when I said that. <laughs> but he did a great job. Uh, uh, you mean what's his name? Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's his name? Kaczynski's, Kaczynski's yeah. cap hat. Yeah, yeah Kaczynski's cap hat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ray Kaczynski. Anyway, he did <laughs> better than the other guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So. Oh, cool. I, it's a really good week. You know, I, I got a lot of things done and, and catching up on orders and turning negatives into positives. And, you know, that way I can just fall right asleep when the head hits the pillow. <laughs> nice. That's what we really care about. Yeah, that's, that's what's getting you, could, you through the day. Yeah, if you could fall asleep when you go to bed, you're you're doing good. <laughs> it, that's a that's definitely making it out the end. Oh boy, um, I'm gonna steal that actually. Yeah, that's a really good line. Yeah, that's it's another true. shirt for you. We're gonna come up. You're gonna have a few shirts when you're done with this show, pal. Nothing related to oh, pedals, yeah. but I'll have a few shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's a good point, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, Tony, are we going to have a stalemate here? Is that what's going on? <laughs> How about you, Todd? <laughs> Damn uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chicken, I win. All right. <clears throat> no, really, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. So I have the EP booster, as we've talked about before. That's one of the ones on the a lot of people's boards and stuff. Oh, actually, I just found out it's actually the EP booster. Oh, the EP booster. Uh, oh, excellently, yes. Ep. Yeah, it's no longer um, EP, it's EP. It's EP, it's yes. Ep. Um, so I have the EP booster, and uh, I was feeling a little like it was pushing the bass frequency on my amp a little too much. Like it was really making it like bass heavy. And I that, thought that's that, known to happen actually. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, but I figured, I said, you know, maybe I, if I cracked into the dip switches internally, I can solve this problem. And, and also it was creating a, you know, with the, with my knob all the way down, it was like boost. It was like, Oof, you know, it was like a huge punch of volume. And I'm like, I don't even have this thing cranked on. It's literally just on. And it's, hmm. and, and it's an awesome sound. But if I'm, if I'm wanting to get the other sounds, like the sound of the actual amp driving, and I got the drive pedals going, it's just, that's a lot of volume. So I went into the, uh, into the, the settings there, and it was set at default, which is, uh, you have there's two dip switches and I uh, both of them were up and that is three deci- uh, three dB gain and uh, the bright switch which I thought was weird because I'm like well that doesn't that shouldn't account for like the bass boost boom thing but I did switch it to what's called the unity gain setting so you turn off the you turn off the three dB gain 
and then you just have the the bright switch on. So I was like, I hit that, and man, that sounded great with my current setup. So I can actually use the knob on the actual boost to adjust mm-hmm. any push that I want to. But just having it on with nothing with with the knob at like zero, um, it, it that's what an EP's like really good at. It just has that extra sound that you're like, oof, I don't know where this is, but it sounds good. So, you know what I started doing with mine is, um, I think I forget who it was. We were talking about running something at 18 volts, and um, <clears throat> the the EP booster is designed to take anywhere from nine to 18 volts. So really. I, I, yeah, so you run it at 18, and you get a lot more uh, headroom on the pedal, mm-hmm. and uh, it's 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 pretty good. So I, that, that was something I was experimenting last week or two. Um, I think, and, and I I think it's it's a good good option. That if you that sounds ability. like it'd be great if you were kind of running just a a a, a, a driven amp, mm-hmm. like yes, no gain pedals, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Another pedal that takes 18 volts that people don't know a lot about is the carbon copy. Everyone complains that it's very dark, the repeats, but if you run it at 18 volts, the repeats do get brighter. It oscillates way quicker, but it it does get brighter. Yeah, that's cool. I think there's probably, that could be a whole show altogether. It's like, here's all the 18 volt pedals that sound better if you actually run them at 18 volts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For somebody else to do, not us. We're not going to do that show. Um, Anyways, cool. Um, well, that was fun. Now here's some more fun. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. Andy Catalano from Pedal Board of the Day on Instagram. What is your four on the floor? So my first one is probably the most controversial pedal, at least from what I see, is a 1981 DRV. I feel like everyone has a comment about it, whether it's a clone, it's not a clone. Um, I mean, I don't really care. It sounds really good. Uh, I got it directly from, I reached out to Matt Hoops. Uh, I, I believe that's how you say his name. And uh, I'm like, hey, I want to try the pedal. Like, can you hook me up? And and he did. And he sent it over. And I was just really curious about what it was all about. And it it's kind of, everyone says it's a rat clone. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't really care. But it sounds really, really good. And I use it essentially as my clean tone. A lot of people uh, probably will use it as a distortion pedal, but it kind of, it really is the the sound of kind of my my clean guitar. It has this like really beautiful setting at like the gain at like uh, barely odd, like barely above zero. And uh, it kind of is just like this very kind of break up tone and it's like really, really great. And it has this like this, it cuts the bass frequencies in the amp, but in a really, really nice way. And it kind of just brings out uh, the single coils of a Stratocaster. At least I feel that way. And uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. People have, there's so much controversy of whether or not it's an Instagram pedal because it looks beautiful or people buy it because of what it looks like. Yeah, it looks great, but it sounds great too. And, you know, uh, it's not that much more expensive than any other boutique pedal that's kind of cloning some other well-known pedals. So I don't know what the controversy is there. And I thought I might just say that on your show because that's one thing that really, really bothers me a lot. Yeah, well, that that uh, that one does get a lot of, uh, it's a polarizing pedal, I think, for, for that reason, for some of the reasons that you mentioned. Um, what what version do you have? I know that there's like a handful of them out there. Oh yeah, the number it's well, it's the number three, so it's white with the the three stripes. Gotcha. The three colored stripes there: the blue, yellow, and red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and uh, yeah, I know. I, I just feel like I feel like if it wasn't really a popular pedal, it, like people wouldn't really care. But I mean, I guess that's the same thing for anything, right? Yeah, uh, could be. It's kind of it's kind of like I feel like you know if Metallica wouldn't. Well, I, okay, sign note: I'm a huge Metallica fan. But I feel like Metallica <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> I feel like Metallica. Well, there, there's some controversy later. There, there, there's oh, there's I feel like load, if they weren't so massive, I feel like it's like that with anything. People wouldn't get hate on if they weren't so damn big. Yeah. Okay, so while you, while we're here, just for a moment, are you a are you a Metallica fan from the for the entire discography, or do you have a cutoff? I uh, yeah. So it's uh, I pretend that Saint Anger and Death Magnetic don't exist, but everything else is good. And I I think that Load and Reload are really underrated, just like blues jam rock albums. Hmm. And I think that if people would just forget the fact that it's Metallica, it's like there's some heavy, heavy grooves on that. Like really, really just kind of like that. I don't know. It's just, it's just, there's a lot of melody on there and, and it's way simpler and like, it's nothing like groundbreaking, but I think like just musically for listenable songs, it's really, really great. I gotcha. I, uh, I have to say, I mean, I remember, I remember standing, going to the mall to go get, uh, the black album and, uh, that was the that was kind of the end of my relationship with them. <laughs> I I just I I listened to it and I was just I was so gutted. I was literally just gutted when I heard that. And yeah, it was kind of weird. I can't I can't uh, I can only do before black for me personally. Really? But yeah. I don't but know sonically, why. That album is nuts. I don't know. Like if you if you listen to it on some really great speakers, sonically it's just it's massive. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't. It's the song. It's the songs. Well, anyways, on the Metallica yeah. podcast, we can. <laughs> yeah, just, sorry, you know, sorry. But sorry. no, you bring up a good point. It's like you know, it's one of those things where it's like everybody's got some love for it, but the, the degree of that love uh, varies, right? Yeah. Okay, what do you have for number two? Oh, uh, number two is Chase Bliss Audio Therme. I think this is like, I think it's one of the most brilliant pedals ever made. I I just. I don't know. It's I kind of like, I don't know. Joel is at another level, and it just it, it's kind of like I don't know. I I think it would be unfair to be a pedal builder. I, maybe I'm hyping him up too much, but I just feel like he he gets it, and or he just has some kind of like magical ability. And uh, I, this pedal is just nuts. I, I just find that every time I'm in a creative rut, this is like the thing I turn on, and it just it gets me writing. And uh, it just, it's got this, especially the analog, if you turn on the off the, all those like pitch effect things, even just the analog delay has just got this, this kind of warmth to it. It's kind of, it's like textural and uh, I don't know, it's kind of like, at least for me, it's kind of like uh, the del- I feel the delay. It's like, it's not just like you're hearing it, you're kind of like being a part of the sound and it just, it's absolutely wow. gorgeous. I know. I, you just I, sold about 22 of those pedals, pal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like everyone should experience Too bad it's so damn expensive, but everyone should experience the Therme at least once in their life. It's just, it's just so fantastic. Okay, now, everybody that says a Chase Bliss pedal, we always ask, <laughs> do you dip switch or don't you dip switch? Never, never dip switch. <laughs> but I did, I did buy a fave switch for that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's also what we also hear from everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, well, Where did now, I get it from? Where did I get it from? Because I didn't answer that part of the question. Right? Oh well, you didn't. You didn't have to. I mean, where you got it from, you know, uh, matters less unless it was 
you know, some great story, but, um, no, it's it's never a great story. Just, yeah. I just bought it. Oh. Ah. <laughs> you what? Yes. So <laughs> I did more. what? Yeah. Um, what do you have for number three? So this might be off the board, but, uh, hungry robots, warden cliff. It's kind of this. Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? Ward warden cliff. Warden Clive. I don't know. Well, okay. I can spell it for you. This, 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 it's like, it's really, I'm not sure if we're pronouncing it. Yeah, right, we'll, but we'll it's, figure uh, it out. But uh, essentially, it's kind of like this weird modulation, lo-fi vibrato circuit with a kind of weirdly kind of, it's like a delay reverb that's always on the edge of self-oscillation. Mm. And, and, and it's just so hauntingly beautiful. It's like when you play it, again, it's like another one of those pedals, like it takes you where I, I feel like it's writing the song for you. I mean, it, it, it does its thing. And uh, yeah, it really, really captures the mood. I, I got that from, uh, uh, I'm fortunate enough, because I do do gear demos, so I do pedal demos, and I hook up with uh, this local shop here, Electric Mojo Guitars, and he lets me borrow some stuff just to do some videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was one I, I had to buy. I had to buy from him. It was just, it just one of those pedals you turn on and, 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 you, and you write. And I, I feel like if, if, you, if you have a pedal and you're not writing music with it instantly, you should get rid of that pedal. At least the way I, I approach music, which is kind of like uh, constantly write songs, never record them, but yeah, and, and never go back to, to learn what I've written. I, I that's an interesting way to look at things. I mean, there's definitely pedals that I plug in, and I don't want to stop playing them. And I think that's sort of that same thing. It's like if if it's inspiring you to play, that's a great pedal. If it is working with another pedal, and those two inspire you to play, then that's a great combo or something you know so but if you just poke it in and go no that sounds kind of cool or that looks cool and then you don't really do anything more with it then then it's a great paperweight maybe (laughs) speaking of cool looking pedals i don't know how you feel about this but i I feel like we've reached a point in pedals where almost anything you buy will sound great so kind of like the the playing field is pretty pretty equal so it's like why not pick a pedal that looks really awesome to you Absolutely. you know like everything is everything looks everything sounds really really good I've, i think i've tried enough pedals to say like 90 percent of them are all in the same tier there's like that extra 10 percent that are just like wow but you know for the 90 percent like they're all really great and if mm-hmm. something looks cool to you why not just admit you bought it because it looks pretty rad i freely admit that i i go in for that now, and by the way, I have reached out to uh, Mr. Robot in the past, and he was very kind, but declined. Uh, I don't oh. do interviews. And I'm like, all right, we've had a handful of them. So, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Are you sure he's not a robot? I'm not sure that he's not a robot. How do I know any of you are not robots? That's true. Voices. Jared is definitely a robot. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, they just can't. They just can't reach the the off switch. It's way up on the top of his head. <laughs> oh boy! All right, what do you have for number four? Uh, Adventure Audio Dream Reaper. So uh, this was. Uh, it's hard to this. I don't know. They describe it like they uh, like on their website. It's like it's they describe it as a modulation fuzz or oscillating thing. I don't know. It's just like it's this really cool fuzz that has like this gated option and it sounds very very synthy and uh if you kind of have low output pickups your notes die in this really 
beautiful way where like they die like with a velcro-y sound but it, it doesn't it, i don't know for me it just has a kind of a different quality to it that this i don't know how to explain but it just sounds great mm-hmm. and for whatever reason this pedal when you pair it up with any vibrato circuit it just sounds like the distorted old vhs like that's that same kind of like warm kind of chewy saturation and i, I there's no other fuzz pedal that pairs up with any kind of vibrato and sounds that way i actually had posted a clip on my uh my Instagram account of just that sound. And I wish, cause it has, so this pedal has a, a different like option to it. It has like this, this feedback option that you can uh, send back into the pedal. And I wish they would just replace that and put like a vibrato circuit into the pedal where mm. I could turn on the fuzz and then turn on the vibrato mm-hmm. part of it. Cause it's just, it's amazing. It's a tricky pedal to operate because the, I think it's it, first of all, that's another pedal that's like, it's cool. All the knobs are in a circle. It's like, well, okay, who else is doing that? You know, yeah. and then that just makes you want to play with all the knobs. But those those knobs have so many combos and can vary just even one tick. You know, if you just turn it a little bit, it's like, whoa, that changes the sound radically. So it is. There is a ton of sound to be had in that particular pedal. Um, it's funny you mentioned that because I haven't. Sw- I, I think I found that setting two years ago and I haven't changed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, by the way, I'm trying real hard not to go into um, Brockmire. Um, I've been watching that on Hulu and <laughs> been trying real hard not to go into Brockmire. Uh, anyways, uh, the voice thing. So, anyways. So, anyways, that's done. I'm going way out of that stupid thing I just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do it so well. Yeah, well, I've had lots of practice. Um, <laughs> anyhow, all right. That was great. And I'm ex- I was excited to hear what your four on the floor is, especially, you know, because you're, the thing that you do uh, is so deeply oriented in, in all of every new pedal that's, you know, flying at all of us is like you're catching them, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's talk about your... The thing that you do, which is pedal board of the day. Um, <laughs> I hate hearing people say that name. It just—it's like I'm embarrassed of that name. I've actually gone to like a couple of guitar exhibitions here, and it's just like I don't want to tell people I'm from that because yeah. the name sounds so stupid. Hey, your well, pedal board to, of the day. Change it to <laughs> pedal board du jour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pedal board daily yeah well I, I you know speaking of that i remember being at at uh, when we were in nam and i went up to um our friend mike and and i didn't know him well enough to say oh hello mike uh and i said i walked up and i go pushing <laughs> yeah. and he goes hey guitar knobs and i was like okay so we should probably introduce each other <laughs> Uh, and it was just that was a weird way to enter you know like are you that person and I would have (laughs) felt it's like uh, if that for some reason wasn't him which it's impossible not to be him because he's he's very recognizable but uh, I have a creepier story than that because I I don't really introduce myself so I just go around taking pictures at these guitar exhibitions yeah and then I'll post them while I'm there and then the guy's like oh your pedal board of the day it's like you just took a picture of my booth and didn't tell me who you were yeah and just like slowly walked away (laughs) yeah they call him the creeper yeah so uh okay now for someone who give us give us the uh rundown like what is your actual channel about 
and then we'll get deep into this stuff. But just give us like the, anybody who doesn't know what this is, what is it? Essentially, is if you have a pedal board and it has and it's the photo is taken really nicely, I will post a pedal board every single day, which I've done I think now for f- three years or four years. Wow! I haven't geez. missed a single day, which is really bit also very creepy. But yeah, essentially that's 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 the whole page. Uh, I've, I mean, I have integrated my own content into it as well, and I do some some pedal demos. Uh, I, I try to have one a week uh, that come out as well. So that's essentially the page in a nutshell. Very well done. You've passed. <laughs> um, on to part two. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. We just needed confirmation on what this crazy okay, thing is. Okay, that was a great show. <laughs> that's it. So how does how does one start? Where do you? What made you do that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't even remember why I did that. I just remember like I was like I love pedal boards. I love looking at pedal boards, and I found just kind of like looking at them inspired me to kind of make my own. And I f- I felt like I wanted to chat with people about pedals in general. So I just like maybe if I post other people's pictures, then they'll be forced to talk to me online about pedal boards, and then. Oddly enough, it grew way too big, way too quickly for me to have any reasonable like ability to actually chat with everyone that's requesting to talk about pedals. Because mm-hmm. I must get like a hundred people a day asking, oh, can you post my board? What's this? You recommend that? And it's kind of like, oh, well, I, I have like a nine to five job. There's just like no way I can answer all these questions and have conversations with thousands of people at one yeah. time. What, may I ask what you do in your nine to five job? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I work at a, at a university as a, an administration. Interesting. Yeah. So, so you're like, you're smart and stuff. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Does that make me smart? No, I just, I mean, it just like it's a very clean. Yeah, it's 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 very weird because like, I I don't know. I feel like all musicians have like this kind of like everyone's like oh a musicians like really edgy and it's like man I feel like I'm not edgy at all. I'm just like a clean cut guy. I feel like I yeah. Does that make sense? There's no yes. edge to me. I doubt that, seriously. <laughs> um, there used to be. There used to be. It's just slowly worn off. Now his soul has been corrupted yeah. by pedal board of the day postings. <laughs> so you started that about five years ago? I, February 2016. So how long is that now? That's, that's four years, right? Over yeah, four, four years. years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Was there something at the time when you started that that was that really kind of captured your attention about pedal boards? Yeah, I I just it was just I uh, so like side note before so I had like a Korg AX fifteen hundred which is like this multi pedal thing at the time and it was like I always used that and I used to watch like Andy. if it's got like some crazy lettered numbered name behind <laughs> it's it never it's, good. <laughs> it's definitely a multi something <laughs> 1500 yeah yeah and then I used to watch Ooh. those Andy gear demos like pro guitar shop and I was just like holy like what is all this this is nuts right mm-hmm. and then uh, why pedal board so then I, I don't know I didn't I, I didn't even know that pedals go on a pedal board. I just started buying pedals and they were on the floor. And uh, then slowly but surely I was like, oh, uh, you know, let's see what my, my favorite bands are playing in, in terms of pedals. And then mm-hmm. they had pedal boards. And I was just like curious on like just the variety. At the, at the time, I mean, there, I mean, it was just starting like the golden age of pedals. So all these boutique companies were coming out in 2016. There was still a fair amount of them. A lot of boards, there were still not as many companies, but boards were so diverse and it's just like weird to see that, you know, how many different combinations of pedals 
you can put for someone's sound and it's just like it's like completely endless and that just fascinated me mm. it's fascinating to me too that's why i like all this stuff mm-hmm. yeah i mean is it is it i don't know is it is it is it creepy that i want to know what's what's on people's boards no it isn't it's cool <laughs> i i want to know that's why we have a four on the floor um <laughs> you started off doing this what how did you get were you just like reposting people's pedal pedal boards or like or? It, yeah essentially essentially i was like uh, at first i was just going into the hashtags and i'm like oh this looks nice and there's still an aesthetic quality to it again like instagram is visual so uh you know if if, if you take a nice shot that's well lit and the pedals are arranged quite cleanly i mean you make you, you make the page right yeah and that's essentially what i did and whatever captured my eye what i thought was interesting i I would post it and then I would talk about either pedals I, I've played myself or pedals I was looking to kind of buy myself mm-hmm. and just to kind of, you know, just chat. And then, and then it kind of it grew from there. And then eventually, like very quickly, it became like people sending me their stuff mm-hmm. or tagging me in their stuff, which made it a lot easier than to kind of kind of search and, and chat to with yeah. everyone every day. And to be clear, we're talking about pedal boards, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, hey, things can get weird. Um, now, and as you're doing that, I'm I'm willing to bet here. Sorry, I was off mic. Willing to bet that you um, probably started seeing things emerge in patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, that's one of the things that I'm so interested about this world that we're this guitar world that we're in that. Um, you know, much like other things that that people have a very high interest or even cult um, uh, cult passion for, is that you 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 see the winds move and the seas change, and mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's total chaos, and it's like, hey, everything goes, and sometimes it's like, oh no, clearly we are on a path of this for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when is that fair to say? Did you were you able to see some of that happen? Yeah, first when I started was everything was Strymon, 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 Strymon <laughs> everywhere. Everyone had the Strifecta, right? The Mobius, the Timeline, and the the Big Sky almost mm-hmm. on every damn board. And then after it kind of the Chase Bliss thing, which came, and then that kind of never stopped. Walrus Audio. I found JHS. It's it's odd because there at the time that you just there were everyone at least had one jhs drive in 2016 on their board but mm-hmm. you don't see much jhs uh, that often it's kind of like they've moved into like the the boss like electro harmonics territory mm-hmm. in terms of mass produced pedals and then it was odd that i remember maris uh, was about to release the mercury 7 and they were still like i guess i guess people knew that like one of the people who built there were from strymon but i was just like this is definitely going to take off just because of the look and the functionality mm-hmm. and, and you know really weird reverbs are very 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 popular so you kind of see those trends um i find recently like now i i find like there isn't really that many trends just because there's so many companies i so uh i find that I, right now, it's just kind of uh, free for all, but I I do feel like the pedal like world is kind of retracting a bit. Uh, I think a lot has like a lot of companies like there was so much activity maybe a year ago, and that activity has kind of died down. Interesting. In terms of new pedal yeah. releases, do, what do you what think the, that? Oh, so go ahead, Tony. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Out of all of the two thousand some postings plus, what is the most bizarre pedal board? That you've posted 
Bizarre. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Bizarre. Okay, how about interesting? <laughs> interesting. I, I think one guy had a sh- uh, a wall of pedals, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, just oh like, yeah, I like saw that. That looks awesome. <laughs> it's actually really practical if you think about it. If you're like a home player, that makes way more sense because you can actually adjust all the knobs. Or you can play all your pedals. You, know uh, what I mean? yes. you have to switch your damn board every time. <laughs> yes. I'm That's, considering that is, doing that, by the way. I'm not I lying. Think you, well, you're not too far off. Yeah, yeah, I, that was not. And apparently, like he got it. If I'm not mistaken, he got like the 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 walnut custom made, but he had someone come wire every up everything up or something like that. Oh Jeez. wow! I think I still. Remember, I think it's maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna say Y underscore control. I think it's that control with a K, like corn. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think that's the the user. But it was really cool. Interesting. Huh. Or Kellogg's. <laughs> Kellogg's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Case, not not preceded by C's are very, very... <laughs> yes. They give me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially these days. Yeah. Um, so, okay, that was, a, that was a good question, Tony. I appreciate that question from the peanut gallery. And, <laughs> All right, I'll go back to bed now. No, I like those. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to be the only one I'm doing this. Kidding. And that's for everybody that's listening, just so you guys know, okay, like minor... You know, I guess uh, stream pause here. I don't. I can't see Tony, and I can't see Jared. And usually, when we're all together at the table, it's a. It's a. You know, the the conversation is so fluid because we can see each other, and um, you know, I can't tell if Jared's raising his hand right now, waiting for me to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I, I see that. I'm figuring he's not. He'll jump in with 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 something, but um. um uh, Jared, we're glad you're with us. Um, anyways, you. so uh, okay, yes, I want to know. I've got all kinds of like little questions. It's this is a little bit less about like, oh, walk us through your whole, you know, building, blah blah blah. Um, mm-hmm. But what is your number one peeve about what you're doing? Number one peeve? I don't. I don't know. I, Do you have many? You can list a couple if you want. <laughs> my number one, I don't know. It's not a, it's not a peeve. It's just always bizarre to me. Cause like, you know, I'll post someone's board and like, and they're so appreciative of it. They're like, thanks so much. And they freak out. And like, I'm great that they do or else no one would care about my page if no one freaked out. But I'm just always like, I don't know. And they're like, they thank me. Like personally, it's like, I'm just a regular guy. Like, I don't know. I'm just, you know what I mean? It's just, it's very strange to me. Like we're all sharing stuff with with virtual strangers, but it means so much to us. And mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm sh- I'm sh- I'm sure like if Metallica would follow me, I'd freak the, you know I'd freak out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's always like something that's really odd to me that that we freak out for stuff like this, and it means so much to us. Yeah. Well, I, that, is that really a peeve though? I don't know. Nah. Yeah, I get it. Let okay, me make no, a I have few a, calls. I, I have a real peeve. Okay. I have a real peeve. This is this is one. I wonder so if it's the same one as mine. Someone will send a picture of a photo of a pedal board. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it's a photo, and it won't be cabled, but evidently it will eventually be cabled. And people get so angry; they're like, <laughs> "It's not a pedal board. There are no cables on it." It's like, who cares? It's obviously someone will put cables between those pedals. <laughs> like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, that that is that's a very specific one. Uh, matter of fact, I would say my number one. And this is when I like actually will like yell at my phone, and I, and I'm I'm 
I'm debating whether I should even say this because I don't want to, to get a whole bunch of these pictures. Say it, Todd. Come on. <laughs> but I'm going to say it. And if I get them, Tony, I'm there. I'm going to redirect them all yeah, to you. Perfect. <laughs> don't take a pedal board picture with your stupid bare feet. <laughs> You've mentioned that before. You, I mean, you seem to have an issue on, with people. bare feet. It's just, it's too, it's weird and personal and gross. Like, there's no guys, well, it, uh, you know, I'm, there are some pretty feet out there, but, but not a lot. You don't like the hair on the big toe? It just, it kind of, it just weirds me out. I'm like, that's, I don't know. I don't need to see that. And why on earth? Todd, how else are you supposed to use your barefoot buttons? What if they're outside (laughs) in the summer and it's really hot and they don't want to stuff their feet in a sock? Then use your finger or something. Why? I don't need to see the feet, man. Are sandals acceptable? (laughs) I should do a feature of the week, like show us your your barefoot and your pedal board. A feet (laughs) Sure of the week. A feature. Feet. Yes, you can use that. <laughs> Do you know, it's funny, though, that it's perfectly acceptable that a drummer is barefoot behind the drum. Uh, is it? I don't think... And, and the drummer could be in, in an arena-filled, you know, big-time show. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, or you, an arena-filled in- crowd instead of crowd-filled arena. Yeah. You know, they could be there and... Uh, uh, you know, they'd be barefoot and nobody would care because he's the drummer. It's interesting you say that because I always imagine myself, if I made it big as a musician, I wouldn't wear shoes on stage. I just feel much more comfortable in, in my socks. <laughs> I, you know there, who does that? There's plenty of people to do that. Jenkins does that with Third Eye Blind. He actually has a mat put down for every show and he's, and he's barefoot. Yeah. What well, about a shoe that looks like a barefoot? Shut it. <laughs> you could do that too. Don't they have those? It would just those? look like you had giant feet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they have cro- Crocs with toes? I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. 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 A lot so, of runners wear those. All right, you clowns. All right. They should make them with hair on the toes. <sighs> <laughs> all right. So um, is there something that you, like, when posting all these, uh, looking at all these things, it, it, would you wish that would go away for oh, m- maybe a long time? Or is something you're sick of dealing with? Definitely those cable guys, the guys that I wish, I wish they wouldn't get, uh, I don't know. In terms of like, you know, what, what, what do you mean? Like, like a fad that would go away? Or maybe, a, a yeah, maybe. Of, a, Just to, if there's something you're like, okay, okay, all right, we get it. Enough of that. Enough of that. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Enough of what I, it's hard to say. I don't, I okay. really don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, I guess another thing that bothers me is like, what would go away? I guess people who complain about like people who have like 24 pedals on a board, but no like looper, like a switchable looper. And they're like, oh, they, your signal, whatever. It's like, okay, <laughs> but like, you, you know, like if I, I like if it sounds good to your ears, you're probably right. I, I, I think people are pretty good judges of what sounds good when they're playing something. And yeah. so much I find of playing is what you're feeling. And that's why I said like even before, like if a pedal looks cool, may as well buy it because it's like a guitar. I feel like a guitar can feel like it can feel like not great, but if it looks cool and you think it looks cool, like you're just into it and you're playing it. Yeah. And you feel great about it. And it's the same thing with pedals and sound. And I find it a lot of it is, is like is psychological for sure. Mm-hmm. 
is is there a is there a trend right now that you think uh, or that that you're identifying that you're excited about? A trend that I'm identifying, yeah, the the the, the lo-fi thing is like a massive trend. I feel like everyone is going like every company, even I feel like even companies that maybe even make well, maybe not drive companies, but I feel like everyone's making a lo-fi something nowadays that that kind of like garbles up your tone or makes it sound like some old vintage record. And I do feel like uh, that was kind of like Chase Bliss Audio started that 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 kind of phase with the Warp Vinyl. Yeah. And I feel like everyone's been trying to emulate it and add to it in a certain way. Mm. And that's definitely it, a, a trend for sure. Well, it's interesting. And when you said lo-fi, I was thinking like... Um, like early early pedal style you know like the wedge Uh. pedals and you know jhs just launched the whole line of like you know the originals kind of old fuzzes and stuff like that it's funny you say that because boss i find boss a lot of people like there was like a time in 2016 was like oh boss now everyone's like yo boss geez they're great and there's like a, a like another kind of acknowledgement that they're just a great company. You can't go wrong with a boss pedal, mm-hmm. even a metal zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there aside from ones that may be trending or not? What are some of the things that like when you see a pedal board come in that like make you either choose that pedal board? I'm assuming because you find it very interesting, or that like you know that when you look at it, you're like, oh man, that is awesome. Or I, I love that pedal or I love this layout. What, what are, how do you make the, the decisions and what makes you happy when you see something like that? Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's a, it's a combination of like kind of the aesthetic look. And then it's another combination of like, oh wow, four reverbs. That's really interesting. Uh, why four reverbs? Especially like when you see some people, they'll have like uh, you know, like a, a big sky which does everything, and then they'll have three other reverbs as well. And it's like, oh, this seems doesn't seem necessary to me. But I'm curious why you would have that. Or people who have like seven drives on a board. That's that's I love those ones. Todd. I always. <laughs> I do not have seven. I have culled down. <laughs> but you know, it's just like it's like you can care. Like you, you kind of like it's weird because. Uh, Obviously, I've always wanted to do this thing where people then send me like a clip of what their board sounds like, but that's just like way too much work, and and I kind of yeah. have that musician thing in me where it's like if it's too much work, I just won't do it. Yep. Uh, but the thing is, like, you're like seven drives. Hey, I'm really curious, like, what that would sound like. Yeah. Like, what 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 is it in each and every drive that really gets this person going? Yeah, that is interesting. Well, and then you have to think like, well, are they using multiple guitars or like like for me, I have. I use a couple different guitars on stage that have ah. different pickup setups and certain pickups play well with other ones and you get a slightly different sound with the, this combination of these two pedals versus these two or something like that. I never thought of that. That's actually, you know, I think it's, it would seem obvious, but I never thought that maybe it's because they have different different guitars that they're playing with. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also a funny thing that you mentioned about the, like, you know, there you got 24 pedals and no looper or something like that. Um, I think that there's a strange functionality thing. I think you probably fall into one of two camps, which is I like the idea of having everything be like ultra smart. And even if it's complicated, if it seems smart, that's good. Versus Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I want to play on stage and I don't want to have to go like, okay, wait, 
am I on the third set, third preset, or the fourth preset of my multi pedal? I have to, I have to run over there and stomp on the effect. You know, it's like sometimes the the rudimentary uh, mechanical nature of a pedal board, just with all the pedals, is a, is a comfort and a safety. Is like there's a pedal, I can step on it, and I know what that does. I don't have to worry about flashing lights or presets or something like that. Um, yeah, but there's also something really awesome about slapping on a pedal. Like, I don't know, is it just me? Like, don't you kind of like, you know, you're hitting, I feel oh, like yeah. it takes out the, all the joy of it. It's just like, I'm just going to hit like the the button number one instead of like just slamming on, you know, yeah. that second overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Man, I hear you, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> That that I think that character may find its way through a couple more because I really enjoyed putting that one on the end of our last. Uh, end, oh yes, uh, <laughs> could you up your input there, brother? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so a couple of other things that I'm curious about: Are you a fan of multicolored cables, or do you like everything just like all black? Yeah. Okay. That, I guess that's another pet peeve of mine. I. I. I there's one thing. <laughs> I knew that, there that, was that, one. That, that's, there's one thing I really just don't care about is cables. Like people like get into like the granular. I'm sorry if anyone is a. I just. Todd. I. I, <laughs> I, I just don't care. Like does it does it connect, and does it save me space? I'm good. <laughs> But no, no. All things, all things aside, like I, 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 when I started, I used to buy just like these dollar cables, and like they would either die out, and or or like something weird would go around with them, and then I kind of upgraded to fancier cables, and and, and I do admit there there is a slight quality difference. So I guess like for me, it's kind of like if it's reliable and it doesn't screw up my sound, I I really don't care, type of thing. Got it. It can it can be pink. It can be like it can be all the colors at one time. But uh, yeah, I like this guy. He just makes total sense. <laughs> now, it I'm doesn't a... have to be some sort of brand name, super experienced one to open the box. You know, with ten stickers and a story and all that. It's just a simple product that does the right job. But and only it, for cables, though, because I love that for pedals. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. There you go. You got to yeah. have that with pedals, right? Yeah. So uh, another one that uh, in that same vein, the neat thing about what we are involved in is every tiny little thing is a decision. Do I should I go? Should I go pancake? Should I go George L? Should I? Should I? Uh, what about what about the square patch cables? Those are new. Oh, I should, I should, those are probably better. I'm gonna sound better with that. How about the solderless ones? Solderless. I said it. You said it. Yes. Oh Solder. Um, you know so. Graham, one of the things that Instagram does, and you, I think this is much more evident in like younger, like maybe you could say pop culture, is like the waves are strong in there. Like if one or two people do it and they see success, then everybody does the exact same thing. Yes. Yeah. Now, I'm assuming there's a little bit of that in what we're, you know, what we're doing, and that probably runs into, uh, I'm assuming, like you know, even cable type. Yeah. I, I yeah I think I think it comes back to if it looks good to you to your eyes you're gonna play better and you're gonna enjoy playing it as much as like music is about the the, the instruments mm-hmm. it, it, you have to feel good with what you're playing because I, like I said you can probably get a pedal that's like unanimously the best pedal in the world if it doesn't feel good to you you won't play well and it and it'll sound like crap mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and now 
let's talk about the actual boards. The funny thing is, when we say pedal boards, we're mostly talking about pedals. But the boards themselves, that's, a, that's an entire other thing. Um, yeah. Now, for you personally, where do you land on the pedal board style spectrum? Uh, I go with, so there's some fancy stuff out there. Like sometimes it's just like, wow, that, that is, but the thing is like, I, I don't, I don't gig. So I just, I just want something that'll hold my pedals. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I'm like on a pedal train thing and, uh, but like the temple boards are really, really awesome. And then you got, uh, what's that company now? They, they have like the two tier pedal boards. They're just like, uh, man, why is the name escaping me? And I talk about them all the time, but, uh, is anyone can anyone help me out here? They're like very giggable. Yeah. Well, uh, Jared's got they, two of the called? temple boards. Um, I know that uh, like the one that I'm using. I'm using a tone snob. Uh, he's a dude down south and makes them by hand. West Coast. It's basically you get down to the wedge, like the wood, the wood construction wedge, or um, the pedal train style. Mm-hmm. Um. My first pedal board was an IKEA shelf. It was actually my pedal board for a long time. Every you know, like the DIY IKEA thing that it just weighed a thousand pounds. Yeah, <laughs> I get you. I get you. You uh, know the uh, temple boards. Uh, what I really like about them is they have that that um, all the whole. There's just I can't. Ex- I'm sorry, I can't really explain it very well. But there's several holes. It's like a polka dot, and they're you know, picture a, a polka dot something. Perforated, yeah. yeah. Well, perforated to me is like perforated so you could tear a piece of paper from the other piece. But, but anyway, there's <laughs> there's plenty of holes, so there's there's not right. It's literally or what your perforated me. Your teepee is perforated, <laughs> so you can. Well, yeah, but they're not nice, juicy, big holes <laughs> for cables. Okay. What I love about mine is well, well, mine is great because. I've got all different shapes and size pedals because I like the vintage ones and the newer ones and the weird ones and the cool ones. I like mm-hmm. a lot of modulation, whatever. But I, I like to just... Uh, they're great because you can put them anywhere you want and build it any way you want. There's no limit to where you're going to uh, run your cable underneath. And it really makes a clean-looking board. And they they sell the, the on-off things, mm-hmm. which I didn't know in the very beginning, but I have several now. Hmm. So uh, I think that's if you're not really a, a pedal a pedal board kind of sewer and you just need something as far as functionality, I think the temple board is a really good uh, starter. You know, I think it's very simplified starter. Uh, accessories can be kind of expensive, but um, yeah. That's they, what I have to you say know what I like? I like I like them that they're not railed, right? So like the only thing I hate about the pedal trend is like I don't know, it's gonna sound weird, but like the gaps between like the spaces if you have like a two-tiered one it's just it's it bothers me and i like the temple board because it's like there's no there's none of that space right mm-hmm. it's clean yeah. yeah oh the other one i wanted to mention was schmidt array pedal boards i mean if, oh, if yeah. you're not gigging if you're not gigging that's excessive i will say that to anyone who has them and are not gigging but those yeah. things are look insane yeah those ones uh those are uh pretty pretty nice Pretty nice, maybe too nice. And they're kind of like a Bentley for yeah, the, pedals. The, the Bentley of pedals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, as you are continuing on this, is there anything that you maybe you've you've 
concluded from like, hey, if you're going to set up a pedal board, here's some tips. Here's some tips. Yeah, I think one is, I don't know, trust your ears. Like, stop trying to figure out like, what's the best fuzz or what's the best you're you know what the best fuzz is you know what you're gonna like so that's the the one thing i, I would say the second one is I, I made fun of it before but just get good cables like just invest in them because i had like some terrible i kept buying like these one dollar cables like over and over again and they would just keep breaking and it's odd because it's not like i gig and they would somehow break just invest in some good cables mm-hmm. i think and the other thing is like invest in a good power supply it took me it took me like three years to kind of just finally admit that yeah a decent power supply is 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 really important it depending on what pedals you have on your board your pedals will sound different if you have a bad power supply it's it's like i know a lot of people are in denial about that but it's just the truth they don't get anything fancy (laughs) rob chafe had some really good points about grounding too Hmm. Uh, and and that goes along with the power supply i think if you have a really good power supply then uh um, that takes care of a lot of uh, annoying issues like grounding, humming, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Just to add to your point. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, this has been a super lot of fun. Here's a here's a weird thing. Do you have any questions for us? I don't know. I hate, I feel like this is like a job interview. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do you have any? I hate when they ask that. I don't know. Do you like me? <laughs> Am I cool? <laughs> Am I boring? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Have yeah, some confidence, boy. <laughs> no confidence. I'm neurotic. I'm like I'm like the Montreal Larry David. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, well, that works out just fine, right there. We'll just end right there. Um, now, gentlemen, uh, Jared, I think this is this is a time when um, we call on your superpower to get us into something. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time in this awesome show, and it's been a great show so far, to go to the segment called Would You Rather? All right. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it sounded a little COVIDy at the end there. Yeah, I know, a little COVIDy. <laughs> Stay away from me! Wear a mask. This week's Would You Rather. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and shoot in the dark on this, but I I think I have a really good idea. Um, and of course, it has to do with pedal boards. So, Would You Rather? You've got a nice amount of money, but you're limited because it's a Would You Rather. What? So, what? That's, <laughs> right. That completely okay. is. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you have a I lot know. of money, just, but it doesn't matter because you're limited right, right. Well, on you, money. You have to you have to choose one or the other. Okay, and the money can't buy total <laughs> happiness. You have to settle with this amount of money. So it's one of those. That should be a name for a pedal, by the way. Total happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather? Spend your money mostly on high quality pedal board itself, the board, and the components like the the cables and the power, mm. and have you know okay pedals or you know just I don't want to say bottom feeder, but just okay pedals. Or would you rather have you know an okay run of the mill pedal board and okay cables? 
and high-end pedals. What are you going to do? Mm. What, what direction would you go? Oh, mm. that's a great question, Jared. Mm. Doggone it, you get a trophy today, friend. Yes. Mm. We know what really <laughs> high-end pedals are. And we also yeah. know what, like, pedals that are, like, just totally... Pe- just Pedestrian. Pedestrian. Yeah, just it doesn't okay mean they're pedals. pedestrian quality. It just means they're not really expensive. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Exactly. All right. That's what I was getting. I didn't want to insult anybody. No, you're fine. You're fine, Jared. Okay, Tony Baloney is going to start us off, and I'll go around the horn for everybody. Well, I'm going to have... I, I'm a big believer in good infrastructure... So I am going to get the really good pedal board with good cabling and a great power supply and uh, deal with the, you know, so-so pedals. Because at the end of the day, I think if you've got good structure and, you know, you just wait for the pedals to crap out, then you can replace them with a better pedal. All right. That's... So I think that's, as having a good foundation is important on a pedal board. So that's the route I am going. Great. Jared? Yeah, it's really difficult because if you go big on the pedals, but, you know, maybe risk on the infrastructure of the pedals, it may not matter that you have the awesome pedals. You might so, not be able to get signal to them. Yeah. So, but, you- I mean, you know, if, if you get the, the okay stuff and it's brand new, well, since this stuff is brand new, I'm gonna risk. I'm gonna get the bigger, <laughs> nicer. I'm gonna get the nicer pedals in the okay board and okay infrastructure because it's brand new. Okay, huh. and see if it lasts wow, a gig. He did a you flip know? flop. I'm, I'm on gonna us take. There. I'm gonna take the risk. Yeah, I. I think I was gonna go Tony's uh, logic, but I'm just gonna be kind of, you know, rolling the dice here. Why not? Just remember, I'm older and wiser than you. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> I realize that, but I'm just going to gamble anyway because yeah. I'm a gambler. <laughs> uh, how about you, Andy? I yeah, I think if uh, I was 2016, I would go for high-end pedals, whatever other, like anything else, like power supply, cables, pedal board. But I think now, uh, I kind of really appreciate like just again having that good infrastructure and just kind of it being reliable. It's there; you don't have to worry about it, and then. You know, at the end of the day, is if the pedal makes a sound you're looking for, I mean, that's what what should count, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's what people think. But as a side note, I would really love for someone to like send a photo with like this like Schmidt-Array pedal board with like the best power supply and the best cables with all Joyo pedals. I would love to see that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's one out there. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, he probably the, owns the company. You know the the German uh, the German guy. I can't. His name is so hard to pronounce. Hans. Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he's he's uh, on YouTube. He's a German dude. He's got oh yeah, it, HP whatever. His yeah, name is. yeah. It's like HP Psych something. It's crazy, and he's hilarious to watch. He's like super animated and super German, which is also funny. Um, <laughs> It's just weird because he's got all this gear and these crazy pedal boards. And 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 then he's like, I think it must be sponsored by Joyo or something because he used a lot of Joyo pedals. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, all right. Side note about that guy. One of my favorite, there's a video of him. And he went over through his gear and then he was like at a pedal and 
like you said, he's just like outgoing and he's like, oh yeah, this pedal, I remember this pedal, I was supposed to demo it and I didn't because it sucked. And then yeah. he just said that. <laughs> <It's> like, <okay. laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's super high energy. Uh, I'd like to meet that guy someday. He'd, he'd be fun to have on the show, actually. Um, uh, okay. How about you, Todd? Well, I'm, thank you, Tony. I'm, I'm going your route, uh, because I don't have a lot of expensive stuff. I just don't, I never have. And, but because I gig, like having something that I know I can, I can plop it down. It's going to do the thing it's going to do. It's all wired, right? I got a great power source. I've got good cables. That's giving me confidence. It gives me anxiety when I see when I see it, like a band setting up or or breaking down. I look and I'm and they're just like all in a in a pile, and you know all kinds of different connector cables and you know the OCD crumb in me, the little molecule of OCD ness, just goes like <laughs> when I see that. My bass player, but um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing that. I'm investing in a in a solid foundation. Cool. Yeah. I'm the only I'm the only one that wants to gamble. You're the gambler. Yeah. But I've got the better pedals. Yes, but you'll buy two of each. <laughs> yes. That means you're shallow. I've got. You, you, yeah. <laughs> I'm shallow, Jared. <laughs> with the awesome pedals. Yeah. Actually, I can I say that. one more pet peeve? Yeah. One more pet peeve. Absolutely. My pet peeve is uh, this is the one that gets me every time. People are like, "Oh man, that pedal board must be like ten thousand dollars," and they like hate on it. And then I go on their page and they have like seven less Pauls. It's just yeah. Like, oh, what? <laughs> Why Sounds are you like Jared. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. very well could be that guy. Yeah. No, I I never hate on anybody's gear. I like gear. No room in the world to be hating on other people's gear. People, no. come on now. Exactly. If you want seven less Pauls, you should have them. Why not, right? Right. And you should have all the pedals you want. Yeah. If you if you want two oxes, then you should have them. And I do. <laughs> if you want three, even better. Yeah. I might just do that. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tony Baloney, we got to thank yes. a few people. There is a very special group of people at this point in the show that we like to thank for right. their support. There are executive producers. Now, you may be wondering, what is an executive producer? And more importantly, how can I become one? Here's what I want you to do. You go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. That's right. Check it out. There's like a bunch of different levels, at least three that I know of, that you can participate in. <laughs> hmm. Each level has its own prize packages and are just our way of saying thanks for supporting the show. There's things like barefoot buttons, t-shirts, stickers, keychains. Keychains? I always forget the keychains. Picks. Giveaways? Oh, did I mention the giveaways? There's oh, a lot I'm of giveaways. Make, there's lots. Super awesome giveaways. Great stuff. Okay, but they gave the ex- away with the big board, the, the Pro Ooh. Roadcaster Pro. Yeah. yeah. And that was pedals and all kinds of stuff. There's great stuff. And there's more coming. Oh, yes. Oh. But the executive producer's level has one thing, just, a, just one thing more. And, Jared, I, I can't remember what it is, but I think you know. Exactly. I know what it is, man. It's You get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing. And that's what Ooh. I'm going to do right now. 
So let's thank our executive producers. I'm going to switch it up a little bit, and I'm going to thank our grand poobas first. Great. Because our grand poobas are just, just, a, just a little step above the executive producers. We love them all to death, though. I love you, grand poobas. <laughs> so here are our grand poobas as they exist as of today, and we are accepting more, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. We are accepting more. <laughs> Always room for more. Always room. And there's plenty of fezes to be had, too. So, Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Cody Lane, Cody Foster, Sean S., and Tommy Manasco. A tip of the old fez to our grand poobas. And we welcome many more to come. Muchas gracias. Many thanks. No, but, but wait, wait. Uh-huh. I, I, I did want to thank our executive producers, too. These are great people. They help us out. They support the show. I'm going to go from our newest to our most senior. How's that sound? All right. Liam Martin from Bigola Guitars down in Australia. Yep. You might remember him. Steve Keys, Mark Garten, Adam Johnson, James Pennington, Matt Hart, James White, Brett Alexander, Justin Jones, Doug Gann, Tim Nowak, John Esterly, Chris Heidel, Brad Partridge, Tyler Bray, John Anglin, Anthony Lanthrop, Johnny Knowles, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Brian Robison, Ken Sayers, Michael Van Zant, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Chris Carney, Don, John Daly, not Don, John, damn it, John Daly, Martin Cliff, Tom Marazin. All right. That is such a lovely list. Thank you all so very much. And for all who are donating at, at, at other levels as well, we are so appreciative of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now, Andy Catalano, we want to thank you for creating a channel that we all love, uh, Pedal Board of the Day. And uh, if we can get everybody out there to go check it out, and submit lots of barefoot photos to him. That would be great. Um, Very just, ta- just say everyone should just tag it. So when you go into the tag section, just people's toes, right? Yeah, yeah just yeah. toes. <laughs> uh, and uh, no, honestly, it's 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 great that you're out there and you're doing it, and we appreciate it. Uh, so thank thanks. you so much for being on the show and having fun with us. Oh, thanks. It was uh, like a. And I'm a shy guy, so this was uh, this was tough for me. No, I'm joking. You guys are really great, and uh, it made it very, very, very easy to chat, which is awesome. Awesome, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely, we're it's all friends time. here. Uh, Tony Bellini, where can people find you? Let's just say you need a special pick guard for your special guitar. Yeah, I want you to go over to pickguardian.com and check out my wares. Um, there's some things that you can buy right online, uh, including the new line of Reverend replacement guards. Oh, yeah. Yes. But uh, if there's anything else that you need, shoot me an email. I'll be happy to make, uh, you know, make some suggestions or put some pricing together for you. If you want to check out some of the projects we talk about from time to time, you can go to my Instagram page, which is PickGuardian and the number one. Awesome. And maybe you can be the person who comes up with the craziest pick guard Tony's ever had to figure out. That's right. Yeah. I've had plenty of crazy ones, but yeah. there's room for more. Room for more. Jared, where about you? 
You can find me at brandonwoundpickups.com. Check out what I have going on. I've got a limited run set going on. I've got uh, uh, some noiseless Jazzmaster pickups that uh, really I don't think anybody else are doing them this, the same way I am. And, uh, you know, the good old PAF clones, um, all sorts of good stuff, good rewinds and, and uh, all sorts of cool stuff. So I've got a... Uh, discount going on and the code word is home it gets you 15 percent off 15 percent nice. off uh, these radically um undersold uh, uh uh pickups, pickups. From, from jared uh they sound hey. absolutely fantastic uh, thank you yeah uh, all right you can drop me an email todd at the guitar or a dm on instagram we would love to hear what's going on in your personal guitar world what you think of the show, how you are interacting with any of the other brands or builders that we're doing, and um, and send us your would-you-rathers. They're super fun. We love to hear them. Please. Yeah. Yes. All right, Andy, thank you again so much. Everyone have an awesome guitar weekend. Subscribe! Yeah. yeah. Da, 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 da. I should have that as theme music. All the right, alphabet guys. is funny. It is funny. You're funny, Jared. I know. Do with that what you will, people. Um, Just fake it, man. It's all good. Yeah. Everybody likes a little fried bologna, but, you know, come on. It's me. I know. I figured. Um, Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at the guitar for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time